Thunder Media. Nash Morris joins us on Inside Motorsport after a weekend where he swept the field in TA2 and is preparing this weekend for the Trans Ams. Nash, thanks for joining us on the show once again. And first of all, what is really the difference between TA2 and Trans Am? Not a whole lot. Probably the name's probably the biggest difference. Uh, the cars are pretty similar. The, they run the same technical rules. Uh, there's a little bit of difference what tyres you can use, as it, not brands, but how many you can use for the meeting. But it's still not much, which is the good thing about it. Uh, but other than that, it's not really a whole lot. Just different drivers. Some some people prefer to do one series than the other, but that's about it. G'day, Nash. I uh, will catch up with you this weekend. Uh, I'm sure you'll be rugged up plenty for another day at winter. A winter. Yes, it seems like a uh, pretty cold one down there. I've got my uh, big woolen denim jacket ready to go. You've certainly this year been driving as many high-powered cars as you can possibly get your body into. Yeah. That is one of those things that a lot of drivers who, once they make it into supercars in Australia or other divisions, they don't get that sort of racing. They don't get that sort of frequency to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, and no, it's, it's pretty um, – and I'm in a very lucky spot where I, I can do that and my, my work allows me to do that. It's all pretty – mixed into the one thing if you know what i mean like we all work hard to go racing but i'm very fortunate that um we can run all that stuff out of our own race shops which is pretty cool you're based at the driver training school up there in southeast queensland what is your role now because uh, last time you were talking to us on the show you weren't spending as much time in the cars as you perhaps would have liked uh, yeah, so my role is the track manager here at Norm Motorplex. So um, I basically that's what it is. I manage the track. I um, book in all of our one-on-one coaching. Uh, sometimes I'm a receptionist, which is pretty funny. Um, I do whatever I need to do to get the job done, and I enjoy what I do. You're grown up in and around racing as a. Now I'm thinking you're a third generation driver. Yeah. But what is it about racing that you have? really you know come to because it wasn't like you started racing right at that you know seven years old was it no i started racing when i was 16 17 so that's probably four years ago now which um considering everyone i'm racing against isn't a whole lot uh like i never raced i've never raced a go-kart i did maybe one or two quarter midget races when i was about i reckon seven and i was pretty bored of that so i stopped and um yeah, I, I didn't really enjoy racing at all. I didn't go to any racetracks. I maybe went to one or two when Dad was running a team um, in the Super 2 Series. But, yeah, I, it wasn't really something that I uh, looked at and went, oh, I really want to do that. So, But I'm not sure what really changed at all about four years ago. But, I, yeah, I love it now, and that's what I strive to do, and that's what I want to do for the rest of my life, hopefully. You have got a, a, a posse, really, that is all in and around that same sort of level within a couple of stepping stones of each other. Yep. Were you friends with the with the Bushes, with the other guys that were in and around the Norwald Motorplex before you started racing and it was just a natural progression through that involvement? Yeah, so I actually went to school with Brock Feeney. Uh, we've known each other since we were born because our dads are actually good friends. So um, I went to school all, all my life with Brock and... Anton obviously came along, and um, I've known him since I was, I'm not sure when he, since 2016, so what's that, almost eight years ago now. So, 
yeah, I've known him for a while. Um, we I, we didn't even talk about motorsport. We just liked playing video games together, and he would whenever he'd come up here, he'd, he'd hang out with me just as a, as a good mate. And uh, and then obviously Brody um, has had a fair bit to do with him too, which is I'm pretty lucky to be. Um, you know, affiliated, I'd like to say, with those guys that are doing very well in that Supercars Championship nowadays. So it's uh, it's pretty cool to obviously see, see them all going pretty well. Obviously, this year's been a good year for all of them. So, yeah. Well, it's been a particularly good year for yourself. And last weekend just was another exclamation point on 2023 for you, winning all three races in the TA2. Yeah, no, that, that was a... A pretty good round. We we didn't really plan to do that round either, which is a cool thing. We decided probably a few days before. We we're like, oh, it's a TA2 race on at QR, which it's obviously only a 40-minute drive from uh, where where we are at Norwell. So, Dad got in the truck and I went up there with him. We we decided that probably two days before the meeting, and then it turned out to be a pretty good one. So, we're definitely happy we did it. And you're packing the truck this week to head down to Winton. Yeah. So. Um, um, uh, as soon as we took the phone call, actually, I was still uh, just about to jump jump out of the truck as we just finished putting the last car in. So yeah, um, we're going to Winton Winton this weekend, which which will be a good good race meeting. I've I've actually never raced there. Oh no, I have. Sorry, I raced in my XL there my first year in 2019. So haven't been there in a while and, and haven't done a whole lot of stuff there. So, but I'm definitely excited. Looks like a pretty cool track. So I'm excited to go there and see how we go. I, I was fortunate enough to. Uh watch your progress through uh, last Sunday, Saturday and Sunday on SBS. Fantastic. The series is getting national coverage there. It, it was a dominant display that you put on. Yeah, no, I, that's the great thing about that series. It's it's a national category and series, but it does, um, it, you know, shows that there is and gives the bit of a, I'm not sure what the word is, but that's the grassroots categories also display what they got. So you had guys like XLs, the Group N cars, the older Trans Am cars, all those categories that probably wouldn't normally get that national coverage got a bit of it, which is which is the great thing about that series. Now, you, you had a terrific race. You went out on flick and uh, then changed to wet. Is that correct? Yeah, so that was the, the last race of the weekend, race four. Uh, it was a big 20-lapper, and um, it did start raining as soon as we went out, so I thought I'll... I'll try and come in here for some some wets because we were on the slicks and it was more of a thing about not wanting to uh, put any damage on the car because we had to turn around on Monday and, and put him in the truck tonight and go to Winton this weekend. So it was more of a um, a safety thing, but it, it ended up ultimately being the thing that got us to win, I think, which is good. And is that the race where you had a thirty second win? Uh, yes, that was that one. Yeah, that's certainly a dominant uh, a dominant win. Queensland Raceway. What is it about the TA2s and the Trans Ams particularly that you really enjoy racing them? I, I enjoy racing every car, but I, I think the great thing about those cars is that they're pretty cost-effective to run and they're pretty simple to run when you when you think of like a supercar kind of thing. Um, like when we go there, we only take ourselves two other mechanics per car. Um, so two mechanics, so one a car, and then an engineer. So it's not really a very engineer-based car. They're pretty, and it, they're just great fun to drive. Obviously, that Hoosier tire makes them pretty cool, um, and you don't get much tires. So it's all about managing what you got and uh, trying to, you know, make the best best of what you got. And with with that, you have uh, been also not just racing with the same group of people. You're getting different 
groups, different experience levels across both the uh, AMSA TA2s and with the, the Motorsport Australia Trans Ams. Yeah, no, it's great to see. You, you look at that, the uh, entry list for the Trans Am, and there's some obviously some very good dudes in there like Moss. You've got guys like Lucky Dalton, uh, Tyler Irvingham, who I raced in Super 2 last year, uh, and guys like Owen Kelly and Ben Grice too that are obviously pretty good racers. So, yeah, it's a it's good, great category, obviously very competitive, which is, which is good to race in something competitive. Talking about the uh, Super Series, Super 2, Super 3, you've been doing a bit of time with those cars. Yep. How big a difference and how big a step is it from a Trans Am to a Super 3 or a Super 2 car? I don't think it's a big step. Obviously, I, I think he's, like Lockie Dalton's obviously doing Super 2 this year and he goes pretty well in the supercar and he's gone very well in the in the Trans Am too. So it's I think it's just a bit of a difference, if you know what I mean. Obviously, some different competition in there. Um, but yeah, I, I think... Super Two is the probably one of the most competitive fields in Australia. If you if you look at guys like Brock when they when they go well in Super Two, they pretty much can translate that straight into the main game. So um, yeah, I think that's it's a very competitive field. So normally if you can go well there, you can go well in anything. Well, coming to serious competition in four years ago, what's the end goal for yourself? I'd, I'd say supercars is the end goal for myself. Obviously, um, I love every kind of racing, and I'd love to do that for my job. But yeah, supercars is a pretty cool thing, or some something like NASCAR. But it's a bit hard to do that when you're in Australia. So I just I love their style of racing over there. They don't have a like a penalty system, if you know what I mean. So um, if someone tips you out, you can give them payback next week, which is the kind of racing I think is pretty cool. You, you've been fortunate enough to uh, gather with, uh, I imagine, a, a bit of help from your father. Um, some great sponsors for the series. Um, your same car you used in that series, uh, you use in the national series. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Are there any differences to technically between the two now? Uh, no, no. They, they run the same technical rules. Um, yeah, and they have the same technical guy there. That Cam Sendall does a great job. They have him there at both the Trans Am and the TA2 categories. Oh, that's wonderful. It's a very tricky track because. It is so simple. There are certain things you've got to make sure you get every corner right. And it appears as though you've got that place well and truly covered. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I, I love that track. It's, people think it's boring, but I, it's probably one of my favourite tracks because uh, the circuit's all about trying to break as deep as you possibly can because that's all it is. So um, that's probably the biggest thing we teach at, at Norwell Motorplex is how to um, gain time under brakes. So it's definitely a track that plays to my strengths. Uh, have you got immediate thoughts about uh, you know, running both Super 2 and the Trans Am? Uh, is there something that you're going to be getting into another car at some stage soon? No, I'm not I'm not sure unless anyone calls me up after the interview. I, I don't have much planned apart from those two. Obviously, um, once the sprint car season starts, we'll try to do as many of them as we can too. Um, we run a sprint car out of our race shop as well, which is a, a great category, and I, it's probably one of the, some of the best fun I've ever had in a race car. Now, I did want to talk to you about the sprint car because your dad got to sprint car racing late and said it was one of the most fun racing categories he got involved with. You've managed to get into it early and you're jumping in and out, back and forth from the dirt to the pavement. What do you learn in sprint car racing that isn't apparent when you're you're running on road courses? Um, I think you've got to learn to just to get up speed so quickly in, in all in all the races that I've had on the dirt, you don't get any practice. You get 
your track pack, which is can drive around about 10 k's an hour packing the track in. But then after that, you're straight into qualifying. So um, that's probably the great thing about it. Like I went to Toowoomba for the first time and I'd never seen the place. And then you get three laps to qualify and, and you've got to ultimately hold it flat the whole way around. So um, that's probably the, the biggest eye opener is trying to adapt so quickly to somewhere. And obviously the track's always going to be different on the dirt. It's depending on how they pack it or how they water it. So it's, it's a big thing about trying to adapt as soon as you can. And another thing is it's all done in six hours at the worst you're in out and probably had more people watch you than at many of the racetracks you've run at yeah that's it's the great thing about speedway is that pretty much wherever you are the whole community gets around it like as you probably saw saw the crowds at archfield on the weekend there was probably seven thousand people there or something it's just a it's a great community thing that everyone can go and do it and it doesn't take three days to you know get the whole entertainment and you can go there at say around four o'clock in the arvo and be finished around 10 and it's it's no matter what categories on the track it's always going to be something going on now that archerfield has closed where will you be uh, lining your sights up to be letting loose in a 800 horsepower or 600 horsepower car our probably closest track after archfield because now it's closed will probably be toowoomba so that's a great another great facility out there which uh, i was very lucky enough to do a race at uh, a few months ago, and I, I loved it. Well, I'll certainly look forward to seeing you on the uh, Speedway track. One thing that your family had been heavily involved in was getting a, trying to get more motorsport facilities down in that surface paradise part of Queensland. Is, is that push, is that momentum still there? Um, I'm not sure, really, sorry. Uh, I, I think... I think everyone would love more motorsport venues. It's something, especially in motorsports. So, um, yeah, I think you can never say no to more racetracks. I look forward to Nash seeing and catching up with you uh, this weekend at uh, Winton. It is a terrific track known as the Action Place. I'm sure that you'll uh, enjoy that, and I look forward to catching up with you and your father. Awesome. It'll be good to see you, Tony. Nash Morris <laughs> joining us there on Inside Motorsport. Thanks very much for your time, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for having me, guys. See you later. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.